Hello, hello, and welcome back to yet another fantastic episode of iZombie Radio, your source for everything iZombie on the CW. I am one of the lovely hosts here tonight. Uh, I am Sean, also known as Snarky Sean, for those of you who actually care about those things. And I'm here with not just my two regular buddies and co-hosts, but we brought in a third buddy. To co-host this time around. I finally cloned myself, you guys. I finally cloned myself. <laughs> yeah, it's Blaze Hopkins 2.0, you know. <laughs> but why don't we just go around the room and introduce ourselves, as per usual, starting off with, well, Blaze, why not? Because <laughs> you've already cloned yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so one half of me is doing really well, um, you know. Just same old. Other half of me is enjoying uh, vacation now that I have a replacement to do everything that I normally would. So. Ah, the life. (laughs) Being in two places at once. Every man's dream. Oh, yes. (laughs) And then also joined by Chris King. Uh, How's it going, guys? Uh. I'm uh, I'm doing pretty well overall. Still uh, still feeling a pretty good high from the weekend. Uh, Philly Comic Con was a lot of fun. Nice man. Yeah, but a but a lot of unnecessary artwork because I already have too much. Uh, got to meet Camila Mendez, who plays Veronica in Riverdale. She was awesome, and uh, just had a good time. Uh, I was hanging with Blaze most of the, the most of the day, and uh, yeah, it was a. Uh, it's a kind of a, a great way to, to spend the weekend, and you know, it's the good feelings have carried on carried on over into this week and into last night's crazy bonkers episode, which I can't wait to talk about. I will have to say, your starstruck face is everything. <laughs> yeah, well, when when uh, when the when your TV crush, when the cast, or when your TV crush gives you like a hug. And is like talking to you, and you're kind of just like, "Oh my God, you're like awesome and pretty," and yeah, you kind of become overwhelmed. It's similar to what happened last year with uh with Rose at Comic Con. It's just like, <laughs> "Oh wow," um, yeah. But it was uh, hi, it was, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I handled myself pretty well. Blaze was there. But, yeah, uh, you did. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a really good time. But uh, yeah, excited to be here. And joining us for the very first time is the lovely founder of this entire crazy podcast network and a good friend of all three of us. We have Andy B. Hello, guys. How are you guys doing tonight? Yay. Yay. So glad <laughs> I you they could <laughs> actually join us this time. Yeah, no, it was. I mean, look, Earth Z was not uh, was not easy to find in the multiverse. Like I, you know, we're used to numbers, but um, but you all were all like, no, we don't go with numbers. We go with like Earth Vertigo, Earth Z. So yeah, I probably screwed up some timelines on on my way here, but you know, it, it happens. You know, it's, it's, you know, some some life has to be sacrificed. Wait, Diggle's baby's gender changed again, didn't it? No, 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 because I. Oh, okay. Good. And I, I'm not sexist like that. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. I'm, I'm kidding. Just, just making sure. Just making sure. And I mean, you're usually recording your other podcast, the Flash podcast, at this time. So glad you could actually join us this time around. 
we, hey, I mean, we usually record on Tuesdays, but then it's like during Wednesday nights, like, or it used to be, you know, when, um, you know, I used to have air to watch and so on. Um, but now oh. my Wednesday, but now my Wednesdays for next fall is gonna be all about Riverdale. You know, which yeah. I, which ties perfectly into Chris uh, Chris's story with uh, uh, with Camilla. So <laughs> it all comes for full circle. Yeah, the CW kind of dropped the ball on their schedule for the fall, but you know. Sigh. Nights of television that are that are fun. It's just crossover reasons might be a little harder, but that's a different topic of discussion for a different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So we are here to discuss the 10th episode of season three titled, uh, I don't actually have the title offhand because I forgot about that. Return of the Dead Guy? Yes, that one. Return of the Dead Guy. With its plethora of pop culture references that I laughed multiple times at. Um, so, overall thoughts on this episode, guys? Good? Bad? Uh, um, I mean, a, a lot to discuss. Y- yeah, oh, I know. there's a lot to discuss. <laughs> I just want to get the overall opinions first. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. It definitely reminded me of a season two episode in the fact that it was like jam packed with so much stuff. Um, and, uh, in a good way. I mean, I feel like every kind of storyline in this episode was just as interesting as the others. You know, there was no kind of, you know, yeah, of course you have your a plot, B plot, C plot, but like everyone had that kind of a plot quality to it where, I wanted to get back to it, whether it was Ravi and Donnie, whether it was, um, you know, Liv and Clive kind of figuring out what exactly is going on with this Weckler uh, case. Uh, there, uh, The only thing I think that was like a little bit of a throwaway, but obviously will kind of come into play in future episodes is, uh, is Major and uh, Shauna's whole tryst uh, at Fort Lust, as they called it, disgustingly so. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it uh. was a it was a really kind of uh, again a fun episode that to me really kind of also signaled like a there's no turning back now for the show like when it comes to revealing zombies I feel like I mean you have a hundred thousand people watching this thing going on with Donnie and then you know you've got Mr. Boss finding out obviously which I know we'll get to all these things but it's just like all these major kind of story elements all these people are getting kind of clued into what's really going on here i can't see the show suddenly trying to you know wash its hands of it or try to turn back uh turn back the clock and say like oh people don't know that zombies exist so yeah it's it's, it did a really good job of pushing the main storyline of the season uh forward i think and that's what i appreciated good yeah I, i feel i feel like the episode did touch on a lot which the past two or three episodes really have sort of been very jam-packed, but not, like, an overwhelmingly amount. It's just, like, they only have these 13 episodes to tell this story. So they got to squeeze every little bit out that they can without feeling like it's drowning anything out. So, any yeah. other thoughts? I, I, just real quick, I think I'd add that 
that is definitely a little bit of concern this season that like they're trying to cram 19 episodes worth of story into 13 potentially, but I'm willing to see how it all ties together in these final three episodes. If it, if they can end it as strongly as the end of season two, I think we'll be fine, but we'll kind of have to, to wait and see until, until the season finishes up. All right. Anything blaze Andy, anything else you guys want to chime in? I pretty much disagree with you guys. Um, like you said, Sean, I think, well, I mean, both you and Chris sort of touched on it at points, certain things like, um, like the major and Shauna storyline, um, they just feel a little distant because of how mysterious it is right now. And, um, and with, I think so many of the other main characters, like I, we sort of said before, or in a previous episode, um, you know, Major is sort of on the outside right now, and he's just a little uh, disconnected from the group in general. Um, so I think it's, with that storyline, it's I'm absolutely willing and excited to see where it goes. But um, compared to, like you said, Chris, you know, Robbie, Donnie, Blaine, um, and Liv, like, and Clive, and all of their stories beginning to more and more um, kind of cross paths and weave together... Um, it's tough to, I guess, give as much attention to that one. So I'm hoping that they can successfully, um, I guess, close out all of these different storylines. But I love what we got last night, so I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with what Chris said because he, it does feel like they're trying to fit in 19, 23 episodes into 14 hours, and that is, you know, that is, that is a lot. So, um, but you know, but here's the thing, you know, since I started watching Eye Zombie, I have never been once like disappointed with anything. I mean, I've barely been disappointed with anything they do on this show. So, so it's like, if this is the direction they feel they need, if this is what they feel they need to do to, you know, make sure that everyone gets something to do, then you know, I trust um, the you know the creative team of Eye Zombie that that's gonna all work out. I mean, I will agree that that some things feels a little bit random this late in the game, you know, like you know, the Shauna girl, for example, who I I'm very suspicious of, uh, but it's kind of like you know, this would have made much more sense in maybe episode 5 or 6, but now we're in episode 10, and, you know, and whenever any any season of any show I watch, when they get down to their final 3 episodes of this their season, it's like, okay no BS, no nonsense we just have to focus on things that are important, whether you're you know, a dramedy or a drama show full-on or full-on comedy or whatever. It's like, you know, just focus on the things that really needs to be focused on so that these, you know, because the last three are always important because, you know, they're almost they're almost always set up as, like, a trilogy of its own. So, um, so yeah, like, as long as there's good payoffs and good handling till the end of the season, uh, I, I, you know, won't have an issue with it. But, yeah, there was a lot in this particular episode. Yeah, I do. However, I do think that we read that postmortem thing a couple of weeks ago, and Rob Thomas said that not everything, not every story element from this season will be, you know, closed book and sealed away. Like a lot of things will still carry over into future seasons, uh, more specifically season four. So. 
they could they're they may just be leaving some doors open for them to explore, especially with Major and Shauna. That might not like pan out until some episode in season four. So Yeah, I guess and kind of agreeing with what Andy was saying too, I think my fear is just like I do want this to feel like a full completed story, just like how Max Razor last year felt like a full completed story or in season one, um, you know, the conflict with Blaine felt like a full completed story. So I guess I think because like we already know, like one of the things that he said is definitely going to carry over into uh, that Rob Thomas said is definitely going to carry over into next year was like the cure storyline about who stole it. And we won't find that out by the end of the season. But I'm hoping, especially with, like, all the shady things we're finding out even more so about Fillmore Graves now with, like, Weckler's daughter and her friend being zombies mm-hmm. and, like, eating, you know, you know, from the zombie from the or from the brain tubes and everything. And they're, like, kind of, like, watching, like, what Cliv and Live, uh, Cliv and Live, wow, Liv and, <laughs> Liv and Clive are up to. That's how, that's how you know I didn't get much sleep last night. Um. That's yeah. Earth W. That's yep, Earth yeah. W. Yeah, right, yeah. But, <laughs> uh, track. but uh but yeah, I think with all these all these new elements that are getting introduced late into the game, I'm hoping that they all have a purpose for this overarching storyline. Like even major, right? Even if the Shauna thing is just a way of like somehow disconnecting him from Fillmore Graves or from Liv like if it plays a major enough role, I'll be I'll be satisfied with it. And I mean, it's really only one episode into it, so we can't fully judge. Although all I'll say is, when it comes to new romances, it seems like Liv is doing much better than Major right now because Shauna's post Shauna's posting online a lot, a lot of stuff and, a lot online, and it's it's uh it's it's kind of shady. It's uh, but it's yeah. the Tumblr. Nobody goes on Tumblr. Nah, nobody at all. No one. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, Tumblr. <laughs> my my moral enemy. <laughs> oh, God, that place is awful. I I, <laughs> I I enjoyed it for years, but uh, it's only gotten worse in your absence. Ah, uh, okay. I haven't yeah, I haven't been on in a while. But... Don't. <laughs> the only thing they're useful for is gifts. That's it. <laughs> I do like the gifts. And Gift most of the time, yeah. they're supernatural or Doctor Who related. <laughs> I do like I I do watch one of those things. So, <laughs> all right. So then let's just get right into the thick of it with this episode. So we've got, let's see, no real dead body this time around. Just uh, you know, Liv and Peyton hanging out in their apartment. You know, as they do. And uh, she brings up the idea of eating Weckler's brain. It's been soaking in that blue juice for, what, uh, 14 days now, I want to say? Two weeks? Three weeks? Yeah, she says, she says, she says two, two weeks, I think, during the episode last night. Yeah, Ravi's initial estimate of 10 days was a little off, but... He's a little too preoccupied. Potent- is Do we know for sure if he's, like, kidnapped or not? Or just held against his will? 
Um, well, he calls Major and lies and says that he's going to back home. That he's going mm-hmm. back home. And that's kind of like his cover story. And, uh, no, I, I think he's a kind of undercover, really, is what he well, is. Yeah. You know, it's he's not being held against his will until the very end of the episode. But, uh, but yeah, he, uh, he's, he's not at the morgue. The morgue is unattended. And, uh, but that's why, you know, Liv, Liv, Liv gets the keys and she's able to get the, uh, the, the blue juice brain and Meet that is said Shauna. Uh, yeah, yes, she does do that too. But I mean, the main thing is about you know obviously having the visions of Drake. Mm-hmm. Yes, Drake is back this episode, and <laughs> man, does he steal the show with his appearances? Right. Uh, I, I, he steals had this they announced that he had they announced that he was gonna come back. They did a while ago like before season three even began we actually talked uh, about it briefly in one of our yeah, no, I mean, episodes i mean it's been such a long time that i i mean i think anything they announced like back last year last summer was like it was like a blur because that is what comic Cons tends to be but no but it was i i was just like oh my god it's been like forever since you've been here i'm so glad to see you again but it, of course he made things like slightly awkward <laughs> Slightly, yeah. His his introduction scene with uh, with Peyton and Liv acting out the dominatrix scenario was absolutely fantastic. And can I say Peyton got a little too into it? <laughs> but I, I, I love, was I love okay Peyton. with it. <laughs> like I was totally okay with the scene happening. I'm just like, okay, this is a thing. This is definitely happening. I don't object. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's what was funny was after all of it that she and Liv kind of had that that kind of fun back and forth about like keeping it keeping it going. I mean, it was fun. Like, it's one of those things. Listen, I I zombie caters to the fans of all gender and sexuality. Like, you had that. You also had major shirtless for the entire episode. So it was like I think he was pretty much naked this entire episode, except for like the one time. Liv was there with, yeah. you know, the towel or the bed sheet, I think. But it was, uh, it was, I just loved, uh, Drake's reaction to the whole thing was, uh, was pretty great. It's like, oh, no, 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 please continue. Please continue. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I hadn't realized, I hadn't realized how much I missed him until. Same. Yeah. Well, it was when we were rewatching it. I realized ah, it's gonna be such a shame that he's not a part of the action right now. And then we got this episode, and I'm like, okay, close enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciated the show at least um, doing the character justice. You know, giving us one final uh, one final send off with Drake as him himself, not a uh, Romero, as they reference in the show. Yeah. I, I I liked that they they gave us one last little goodbye with the character instead of just, you know, the Romero and then the bullet to the brain. Which he references quite often. Oh yeah, you killed me, remember? 
But I think that's something, I think that's what I appreciate about the episode as a whole, is how, um, is how Liv sort of acknowledges that throughout this season and everything, um, she's pretty much just been diving into brain after brain, um, to avoid dealing with that and that entire situation and actually losing him and, uh, and I guess almost confronting herself, um, and having to have been the one that shot him. Um, so I really liked, I really did appreciate that they, um, that that was sort of planned all along, I guess. Uh, Yeah, because it, it really made, uh, this whole season make so much more sense in hindsight because like, it kind of seemed like the show was just letting Liv dive more into the brain because, Oh, we can, and it's fun for Rose to play. But the fact that they actually gave like a character motivation for it, I thought was really smart and clever. And I agree with you, Blaze. Like, as fun as the whole visions of Drake were, and it led to some fantastic moments, which I'm sure we can get into, involving you know Clive and uh, Justin and other people. Like that emotional scene at the end where Liv, you know, explains that it was so satisfying uh, just to to kind of get to have her actually speak that out as, you know, a character, have her admit that and us as an audience go, Oh, so that's mm-hmm. what they've been doing this season. Yeah. I think so. it, like you said, I think it's sort of not like makes up necessarily, but, um, I just like seeing how calculated, you know, the show really is. And I just love that they took that in, into account and decided that that was where they wanted to take her character this season, or at least like that was a big, um, I think that's a big decision, you know, you're you're sort of going to boldly cast your main character out there like that, and, uh, and you know, I definitely think at times, like, we had called it out on here, or at least brought up how odd it felt, um, but I give them a ton of credit for, uh, for doing that, and I think that it looks really nice now, and they've done a really nice job of, with all these characters, and, um, and how this season has played out now. It's well, a really they... clever move. Sorry. That's all I'm going to say. I'm all. I'm only going to say it was a really clever move on their part to do this with the story because, like, it did, like, as you guys have said, it did feel odd that she was going so gung-ho into these, into these personalities. But... Now we can see what the last couple episodes will be. Will Liv be more like her brains? Will she be more like herself? Will there be a balance of the two? Who knows? Will she even get brains, depending on yeah. uh, how next week plays out? Exactly. Oh, yeah. After yeah. the events of this. But, uh, but yeah, I think that's What were you definitely... going to say, Andy? Yeah, I was I was gonna say that I um I fully agree with what you guys what have said um just now uh, but 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 they, they did touch upon like her like she did you know address it I think in the premiere when the um, Yanko brain were were off uh, uh, I I literally forget forgot his name because now all I know him is the coach from Riverdale so uh, I literally do not know his name anymore uh Janko Janko yeah. brain yeah. But I still think, though, even though she acknowledges that, she never, I guess, we never really do get to hear her um, explain or talk about, like, really dive into it, which uh, this episode does a lot more. 
for sure, and it and it gives us and Liv that satisfying goodbye to mm-hmm. to uh, to Drake. But it also what I like so much more too is it's Liv reclaiming herself in a way. You know, it's I'm not going to let the brains control me anymore. I've 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 kind of been I've been letting them letting them kind of drive the uh, you know or kind of steer the ship because I haven't been able to do, deal with this grief. But you know what? Now I'm, I'm handling my grief. I'm handling my guilt and I can kind of be my, my more kind of like complete self now. And yeah, I thought it was just, that was really well done. And then I love too how going back to the comedy of it, you have that like strong emotional moment. And then right nearly right after it cuts back to Justin and Peyton walking in, and lives like making out with her with like the air, you know, with nothing on the couch there. And that was uh, hilarious. Oh my it gosh. Was, it was so it was so good. And like because Sean and Blaze, I know we had speculated like, oh, what was this episode gonna be about? Because it's <laughs> like it's kinda like PTSD brain. It's kind of like, you know, Liv dealing with the ghost of of the boyfriend she killed. Like, is it gonna be really heavy? And it was smartly both. It was a really good balance of both, and that's iZombie's sweet spot when it can when it can be both and kind of mo- maneuver between them um, really, really well. And uh, yeah, it made me really miss Greg Finley on the show as Drake. Though I'm just I wish we I wish sort of like I wish we had gotten more time with Lowell. Mm-hmm. I now wish we had we had got more time with Drake. But what can you do? Oh, Lowell, don't. You have to bring him up, damn it, Chris. <laughs> I was not like I had to take a pause. Like when I was first watching season one, and when he died, I had to take a pause from the rest of the season because I'm like, no, no, this was a great boyfriend for her. For her, why did he do this? <laughs> uh, that's and just also, but I have no, I had no right to complain about anything with Ida because you know, I will admit that when it was first announced. You know, and Chris can witness this because we worked to get on TV of mine, and I gave him so much crap for it. I'm like, I zombie, I just saw the trade. That's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And for two years, I wouldn't budge. And then I was having like an Ali Mashaka withdrawal. Then I'm like, okay, I'll watch one episode of I Zombie, and then like, I'm sure it will be fine. <laughs> then six hours later, my mom is like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm watching a show go away. Um, and <laughs> somewhere I could just feel Chris just being like, mm hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I've loved the show since the pilot, but I've loved the show since the pilot, and I told you that, and we had many, we had many a Facebook chat where you dismissed it, but you know, it's all good, man, it's all good. <laughs> oh, I was, I was, I was so cruel, I was like, I, 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 I was, like, <laughs> I really insulted, but like, yeah, now I'm like, I'm all about it, and now I'm the one who's being like, I, you know, we need to make, we need to do crossovers with other shows, like, we just need to have Liv and Barry and Cara all together for just, like, one episode, and then we can just put her back uh, on Earth-Z, and then whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all good, you saw, you saw the light, that's what matters, you saw the light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're glad you did. Because this wouldn't be here in this form, so to speak, without... <laughs> Those, the efforts of Andy sort of bugging all of us, going, hey, you want to do this? You want to do this? You want to do you're this? Make, you're making sound like, like a drug guy, like, you know, hey, 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 you, you want to you wanna, you wanna do a podcast about a zombie? You want to smoke some brains? 
If you make me sound like I was like, I'm just a little crack, like, you know, hey, hey, you wanna. You know, that's one aspect that they haven't explored yet. They've only eaten the brains, they never ingested it in any other form. Although, um, what's his name? Uh, Blaine, he was like eating the, um, he was eating the, you know, a brain in this episode, like an apple. I'm like, what is he, what is he doing? That was, <laughs> like, that was awesome. You don't eat a brain. Yep. Yeah, I was hilarious. But it was like, yeah. no one eats a brain casually. In the raw. <laughs> like that. Uh, yeah. It's like yeah. biting into an onion. Just willy exactly. nilly. <laughs> like a big apple. Like a, don't, like a big guy. Don't knock it till you try it, Sean. Um. <laughs> I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it's as it's as unseen as just taking a bite out of an onion, just willy nilly. But uh, but no, but like speaking of Blaine, like that scene comes like where he's literally just like taunting Stacy Boss, and I I love how like long it took. Uh, like Mr. Boss to be convinced about zombies. Like it literally took him stabbing Blaine in the neck, him going full on zombie mode. Like, like the dude is literally walking up to you eating a brain, but it's like, oh no, man, he's just a cannibal. Like, it's like you, 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 you know, you killed him and you buried him, and it's just like, like uh, he's like pale. Like, have you not seen a mo- any movies? Like, I don't know, but it was just. And then you shot him two more times. Yeah, that was the best. That was so classic Mr. Boss, though. Mm-hmm. Blaine literally opens up the door. He doesn't even, like, say hello. Just bang. Like, right. Ah, it was great. Oh, I'm not going to let you monologue. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I feel that was the best breaking of the fourth world ever that I'm like, I just need that actor to show up on every comic book show I'm watching and just be like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> we're, not doing, we're, we're, sa- we're saving ourselves two minutes of screen time. <laughs> <laughs> I still loved the uh I still loved more than anything though. I just loved that classic Blaine. I'm tired of being shot. Yep. <laughs> yep. Just how I because I think it was the first time he just legitimately seemed angry about it. Yeah. He's just like he's like, This is like the, the third or fourth week in a row, like Come on, guys. <laughs> when this is like the the third shirt I've ruined with bullet holes, come on. Yeah, like I, I totally could have said, like oh, I gotta go shopping again. Uh, like, yeah, oh man. But uh, but yeah, I thought that was a very interesting development, though. Like now that they are going to be seemingly working together, and yeah. it kind of again brings up what I was saying before with like them not being able to turn back. Like if he's gonna be supplying brains from all over the world. This again kind of opens up the show to an even more like to more zombies on a global scale, you know. Like right now, we've only dealt with Seattle, but with if Mr. Boss is going and supplying brains and like who knows what other places and locations we could see, and who knows what other kind of zombies could come in to the fold, you know. But. Uh, Man, I just I'm I'm happy that it seems like Mr. Boss is going to be like playing a role. Well, there are three episodes left. He could very easily get killed off, but um, mm-hmm. which I thought, I thought and then I thought, he'll really be dead. <laughs> unlike what his wife or is they make right him now. a zombie, or he make they make him a zombie. Mm. Yeah, I thought that was gonna happen last night. Actually, same. Uh, 
But, uh... But I'm glad yeah. it didn't, though, because I, I had thought about... Like, at first, I thought it absolutely was gonna happen. Um, but... I'm glad they didn't because of how easily it could have just... It would have just kept the dynamic the same, I think, between Boss and uh, and Blaine, and also, like, Boss's role on the show um, by making them equals again. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because once he sort of gained an understanding for his, like, new zombie lifestyle and the limitations of it, I feel like, you know, he would just be back to challenging Blaine. Definitely. I just, again, Blaine, another aspect that really steals the show with is Blaine in most moments, like, come on. That was, that was good. Like, oh, I see you are enjoying your stay in one of our luxurious coffin boxes. <laughs> you know, and uh, we have this in other shades. It's just, you know, yet another overpriced box for you to die in. <laughs> or you could make a lot of money really quickly. What do you say, buddy? What do you yeah. say? No, definitely. I, and it just shows again how smart of a businessman Blaine is and how, like, even when he, like, uh, chose to, like, um, take back Donnie earlier this season, to him it's like he, he can he can trust his enemies or, you know, his competitors as long as, you know, he's going to be making money in the end. To him it's all, always about the bottom line. And um, I just love that he has kind of these bigger aspirations. And we still don't know even, too, like, if anything's going to come of it with um, – because his dad was thinking about, like, working with Fillmore Graves possibly before Angus was taken down. So we don't even know. Like, we might not have even seen the full extent of what Blaine has planned yet. Um but uh, it should be it should be interesting. Although I, he, I think he and Lev are going to be pretty busy with some other stuff next weekend. I don't know. I don't know how many uh, how many business moves he'll uh, uh, be making during next week's episode. I don't know that that promo right there at the end. Yeah, we uh, we will we will discuss, be discussing that afterwards for sure. But. Uh, I mean, we all know where they end up at the end of the episode, him and him and Liv, like, which was another fantastic scene. Yeah. Um, them, them kind of both, like, provoking each other to go yeah. full-on zombie mode. Uh, wait, wait, do you think you're going to smoke my car? Think again, mister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it was just, uh... <laughs> Just Liv's reaction to just dashing his head against mm-hmm. the, the dashboard, um, but yeah, it's gonna be. I I do I do like that. Like you know, Blaine too. Like again, he's just like always ahead of the game in a way. Like he doesn't turn to any of his like cronies to help him try to get Donnie out. He knows Robbie's in danger, so. Who's the best? Who's the best person to go to? Who can I trust to like 
make sure we get in and out, it's Liv. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought that was – oh, and his his entrance, too, when he knocks on the door, hey, is Peyton around? Yep. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, boy, you know that girl want, don't want you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was – Move along. That was so uh, – it was so good. I don't know if, if you guys felt this way, too, but, like, when that moment happened at the end of the episode – and, like, you know, realizing that they were going to team up. I'm like, why does it feel like I've been wanting this to happen for almost three seasons? And I, I never knew I wanted it so much until I saw it. But, like, when that whole thing played, I'm like, oh, my God. How has this not happened sooner? I'm so excited next week. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, I think the fun thing about Liv and... Uh, Blaine's characters is that they are so combative you know like nobody like Blaine, Blaine is like the snark king of the show and like will just you know be throwing one liners at everyone but nobody gives it back to him as well as Liv does mm-hmm. she, she's like the one in the one person in the show who like will not take his crap at all um, and so I think I agree with you Andy it's definitely like they're always fun when they're on screen together and part of it too is because Rose and David are just so uh such good actors yes yeah definitely but uh but yeah I mean it's definitely and it's always fun on tv shows period to see like kind of enemies team have to be forced to team up um but I think any scene between the two of them is fun so I'm 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 excited for it and it's also kind of cool too because this whole season storyline of humans versus zombies has kind of led to them having to team up in a way, um, which is, I think, really interesting. Because, like, when it comes down to it, what's Liv going to choose? Is she going to choose Team Z fully? Is she going to, you know, it's it's kind of been the conflict that's driving the whole season. Absolutely. <sighs> okay, so I think... Moving into what Robbie's up to then, since that's the other plot of the episode, if I'm not mistaken. That 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 is the the whole reason that Liv and uh, and Blaine are headed there. So yeah, let's uh, let's dive I into think, it. I think that's a good good way to segue into that. <laughs> so, Robbie, whether against his will or not, is helping out these zombie truthers. Because the zombie troopers have managed to capture a live one, as they would say. Mm-hmm. And we saw that at the end of last week's episode. And uh, we knew it was Donnie, and we didn't know what they were going to do with Donnie. But today, or, well, this week, not today, today's Wednesday. It happened yesterday. My brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs> what have I told you, Sean? Do you what have I told you about thinking, Sean? Don't. You need, you need to stretch your brain first before you actually think. Otherwise, you um, will you know you'll break something. Yeah, true, true. Uh, so they, Robbie's tasked with saving the human race. Just. Robbie didn't know exactly what the fine print was with the whole saving the human race deal. He thought he was there to find the zombie cure, with quotations around it. And the zombie truthers had other plans. You know, broadcasting a 
live zombie torture. Yeah, and I think kind of going off of what we've said about this storyline in previous weeks, like, and especially that final moment of the episode where Robbie won't back down even though Harley's got a gun to his head. Um, mm-hmm. This is Robbie being the most brave and heroic we've ever see, seen him be. And it is, again, in a lot of ways, him making up for what, you know, his guilt over his kind of shortcomings in the finale, you know, about about not being the one who got out of the car to save Peyton. And, um, you know, he definitely doesn't have a lot of warm feelings for Donnie. Um, I mean, he still suspects potentially that Donnie had something to do with stealing the cure, but he's, he knows that, you know, he's still a person even though he is a zombie, and he's not going to let, you know, these freaking psychopaths torture him. And I think that just shows, again, just how how good of a person Ravi is. And it's really prob- – I mean, we've seen a lot of great moments from Ravi throughout the show, but it's definitely one of, I think, the best he's ever had. It's certainly his most heroic, that he'd be willing to sacrifice his own life to save someone, even as kind of, like, you know, selfish and, uh, and sort of villainous as Donnie. Yeah, I think he's just – I think he's um... – I think what we're seeing now is just that how big of a wake-up call staying in the car was for him. Not only, you know, because he feels the need to be this hero, but I think he finally is just learning the, um, I guess how much corruption truly is out there. And the more he gets involved with this and the bigger this all gets and everything, um, I think he just, you know, recognizes that good needs to be done and good needs to be represented. And, um... And he knows how to do that, because like you said, it doesn't, you know, it's not like he's, it's not like anybody's there, he's not there to impress anybody, it's not like anybody's around, but he just knows that, like, what is going down is not right, and, uh, and, you know, he's, he's ready to, to question it and stop it. And it's really cool, it's really cool to see, it's been a really nice progression for him, he obviously had some, uh, some lows throughout this season and made some questionable decisions along the way, but um, everything for Ravi has been has been like really solid. Um, just in terms of character development, I think. Um, so I'm excited to see sort of what happens to him in these next couple of episodes and uh, and everything that he has to face, I guess. Please don't die! Please don't die! Please don't die! Please don't die! <laughs> yeah. Please don't die! When the- when that happened, I was having really bad flashbacks to um, what they were doing with um, with Iris, Iris West on the Flash season. I mean, even though we knew for, like, I mean, there was no way they were ever going to kill off Iris. Like, you know, I mean, we saw what happened last time when a show uh, in DC, you know, did that. So, but it was kind of like, all I can now see is that for the next three episodes or something, like in all trailers or whatever, like they will keep showing, like flashback to that final shot of the episode, like when they when he points the gun at his head, and it's like because that's what they did with Iris, like almost every you know previously on the Flash, they show was like you know her dying, and I'm like oh god, CW stop torturing me, uh, but I mean I don't think he's gonna die. I mean it would be a shame if they killed him off, um, and you know I. 
you know, usually like you know, I'm you know, I'm used to being able to just rely on like, hey, you know, like if he, that version dies, we can always just bring in a new one from like Earth Five or something. Um, but I know with this show, it's not as possible. So I'm like, yeah, don't kill off Robbie. Usually, a character stays dead in this show, unless they're unless a zombie. They're, uh, yeah, Alice's name is Blaine. Um, yeah, although seriously. I will say, I will say this: if Robbie w- w- were to become a zombie and he, you know, got you know, be- you know, his beard, you know, turned white and his hair hair turned white, I'm like, I mean, I mean, I love the way he looks right now, but like, that would also be a pretty good look for him. I'm just, you know, like just saying. Well, he kind of would look like hipster Santa Claus, so I don't know how that would <laughs> look. Uh, look, hey, listen, I would, I would still. I I would still make out with Hipster Santa, Santa Claus if that were to be the case. <laughs> he might take the Fillmore Graves approach of tanning and dying. Yeah. Um, but there's, Maybe just a little just for men. There's no way, though, if they were going to kill him off, you, you kill him off at the end of that episode. You're not going to kill him off at the beginning of next week. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... That's why, I mean, he's definitely safe in my opinion. Because, like, that's how you end an episode. You end an episode with a character death. You're not gonna, you're not gonna begin next week with Harley going two, one, boom, and then like. <laughs> like oh my god, that would be such a dick move from the writers. Be like, like you know, yeah, we're just gonna like break your feelings in the first five seconds. Not even, we're not even gonna get let you get to the opening credit. We're gonna kill him right now. Like, listen, like, if I, if he somehow dies in the opening moments of last week's episode, like, I don't know what you guys want the bet to be, but, like, I'll do something ridiculous. Like, on the podcast. I'll, I don't know. Anyway, but, like, there's no, there's no way it's gonna happen. And, uh, and I think, too, like, the show would be, you know, especially with iZombie being a show that I think, um, I think that has, like, embraced... Um, you know, diversity when it can too, with like with with an actor like Rahul or with an actor like Malcolm, um, to 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 kind of to like bump off one of those characters who, again, one of the actors who, you know, who isn't who isn't white, but also I think two of the most important characters on the show are Clive and Ravi. Like they, as much as Major is important to live, don't get me wrong, and he is. Like they're the Ravi and Clive are the two characters she's interacting with every single episode on cases. So like to kill off either one of them would really screw up the whole structure of the show. Yeah. It's almost like killing off. Like if you would kill off like Cisco or Daigle or John Jones or I'm, am I forgetting a show? No, you know, that's the thing. I don't think legends has a character like that. That's the thing. I don't think they really, I mean, I guess Stein could be it, but at the same time, it's like, I don't think he is as, he's not as apparently figurely to these characters like that, you know, that Clive is and Daigle is and, and Joe West is and so on. So it's like, yeah, it's, I I, I don't see Stein that same way, even though I love Victor Carver, but it's like, yeah, I, losing Robert would be, it's like you almost can't. I don't. That's the thing. I don't think. I mean, she needs both of them. I mean, she needs, you know, of course, you know, Peyton and Major too. But it's kind of like Ravi being gone would like, like it feels like almost like watching half an episode each week. That's what it would feel like to me if he if he were to be killed off. Also, where would we get all of our nerd humor? Come on, 
I mean, Clive, I mean, Clive, Clive, I mean, Clive's picking up the pace. He definitely is, but Clive wants like to the have real a, super nerd humor. Though. Clive wants to have a Clive wants to have a weekly D and D game. Like, I mean, <laughs> oh my god, that episode was so good. I'm like, can we just like finish this game first, and then like the moment it cut to the next scene, I'm like, oh, you muttered. <laughs> yeah. Do we know I, Earl's fate? We need to know Earl's fate. Oh. <laughs> maybe we can ask them at comic. Maybe we can ask them at like comic comic at the panel. Like, you know, hey, just like don't ask ask for any Q and A. Just do a D and D and let us just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> that was oh man, that was still the most fun ever. <sighs> but I I definitely don't think Robbie's gone. At least. At least yet. At least yet. I mean, in theory, like, if one of the main main five go, I see it more as Major being the one to go more than anything else. I mean, yeah, he's important to live, but as it stands right now, he's just a normal, bumbling human in Fort Lust. Yeah. I, I gotta I, agree with that. I do have to say, though, I loved that Liv uh, got a little jealous at that in this episode. I thought that was, like, really realistic and really well done, especially that she, like, called herself out on it, too. Um, you know, that she, you know, like, you have Justin, and, like, he's Major's friend. and you, Like, I love that whole little conversation she had when she was feeding the rats. Um, I thought that was, like, really... Um, was really great, not only because of Clive walking in on on the end too, which is funny, but um, but I just thought that was that felt like such a true moment. And in an episode where, you know, we had all these crazy things going on, that felt like a uh, a really good uh, like small human moment for for Liv. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Clive walking in inappropriate moments. That's always. Clive's specialty. Uh, well, I just, I just love, too, that, like, Liv had to, like, act like Drake was there, just so she wouldn't seem, like, even crazier that she was talking to the rats. I just, that was really funny. That was, that was really good. Clive knows she's on a mentally unstable brain right now. So, like, let's make it less awkward, though. True, at least Clive didn't walk in on Liv making out with a ghost. That would have been... Too awkward for Clive. You know what? I think he would have been like, you know what? Not the strange thing I've I've seen this year. Yeah, but then he'd be like, still weird. Hipster Santa would be the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Hipster Santa. I just love how Chris Chris cracked up at that. I just like... (laughs) I mean, listen, Sean, Sean has some good lines on the podcast, but like... That that was legitimately probably the fav- my favorite thing he's ever said. So yeah, and I mean that, that tops or, some of my like really good Rob Thomas jokes too. <laughs> like or, even or, personally. Wait, 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 or, wait, hold on. His name is not Rob Zombie. Ha, ha, ha. Oh. No, 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 I legit <laughs> thought that the show was Rob Zombie, the horror director. <laughs> oh. Slash musician. Yeah. Slash some... really, really, really bad horror director. Yeah. I may have, I, yeah. I may have some articles I need to go back and refix. I'm kidding. I, I am. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think I've written any articles about 
I zombie actually. So yeah, I, I should be good. I but yeah, I actually felt like. And then we have the Rob Thomas joke of we got Rob Thomas the TV dude and Rob Thomas the lead singer of Matchbox Twenty. <laughs> yeah, two different dudes. Speaking of the same name. Speaking of, I was in the car uh, the other day and Unwell came on the radio and I thought of you guys. So. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> No problem. But no, yeah, I, uh, but no, the hipster sound, I think the only thing that comes close to that was our discussion of, uh, which I don't even know, I think that might have been the one episode we lost, was the, uh, was where it was the, it was back when we were doing the rewatch of season oh, two. Oh, yeah, it was the episode we lost with the coasters and the, yes. the horny librarian <laughs> rain. Oh, man. Oh, it was good, and, good times. Leave it up to me to notice that, notice that, because I watched the episode twice on my own and then my girlfriend was watching the show as well so it was a third watch yeah. for me and I'm like okay you just gotta that's a thing just gotta draw the nipples Jimmy you just gotta draw the nipples Jimmy. <laughs> draw the nipples Jimmy oh, oh my yeah. god that's ah. like when we lo- that's when we all like, that's like on the Bible when we all burst into laughter because Brittany was questioning why King Shark has pants like she saw a poster of him and she thought why doesn't he wear pants I'm like I'm you know he's a mutated human. You know what a mutated the human... The show Shark you know, Dick on TV. Let's just cut to the chase here. This is, this is our family-friendly <laughs> family podcast, everyone. Oh, yeah, no, 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 listen. None of these shows on this... Look, listen. When I created these podcasts, network, I removed, like, you know, like... I mean, I didn't tell anyone, but, like, people can, like, curse. They can go as... R8 as they want to, like, I mean, <laughs> oh, I, I don't think I've been a good influence for kids listening, when they listen to the live podcast, so yeah, that's, um, mm-hmm. It's the same reason you don't, it's the same reason the Hulk wears pants, man, it's the same reason, yeah. it's like... Exactly, exactly. They, you, you well, they're, they're cut-off shorts, they're cut-off shorts, okay, okay. right. If, if, you know if, what, if, no if, one if, wants to really... see green, green dick or blue dick, you don't, there's... <laughs> There's doc, there's Doctor Manhattan for that if you really want to see some blue dick. Except we did see that. And yeah. it's like, it's a, if you think about it, if you really think about it, Gorilla Grodd is a, is an unpaid flasher basically because he's not wearing any clothes. Uh, really? That gets that gets that gets. I, I don't okay. want to think. I don't want to think about that. Um, Mainly because I've had a bunch of conversations with the voice of Gorilla Grodd. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> you, you want to see my banana? <laughs> Holy Jesus! Holy! Oh my God! DCTV After Dark. All right, hey, uh, coming soon to a network near you. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Wait, okay. was it was it was it the, the the line or was it the voice? Because the voice, I'm like, I it's, it's not that hard for me to do. Oh, both in tandem with each other. <laughs> so, uh, so this is gonna do it for the final episode of iZombie Radio, guys. <laughs> um, uh, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see our way out. Good night, everyone. I, I, I don't think there's any uh, any topping that conversation. Um. um <laughs> Okay, I don't so trust, I don't trust Shauna girl. I don't trust the Shauna girl at all. I think she's. Like I don't trust girl. Rachel either. Like, I don't trust either of them. I last night I, solidified I, Rachel at least. Although I don't trust her because I still think she could, um, be no matter what, like looking for media exploitation or like you know 
be a media person looking to exploit all of this um, and spin it to be to just like make her famous. Um, I think we at least saw last night that she again sort of knows that there is a a line mm-hmm. that can be crossed. What if she's like an under? Here's a theory. What if she's an undercover FBI agent, mm-hmm. and and this is somehow how Bazio finds out about zombies, right? That, that's something. I, I was oh yeah, about she's, too. She, she's still around. I forgot that. I I forgot she was in last week's episode. Um, uh, how could you forget Seattle? How could you forget probably, that scene? That scene was so sad, it, and so good. I know it's probably because I I have a nickname for her, but I know it's like to some flash fans like it's probably gonna be like hilarious or you know just you know majorly insulting. But yeah, no, I I forgot she was she was around last week. Yeah, she's. Jessica Harmon's the MVP of all the CW shows. I Zombie, the hundred. She's she's good at them all. But uh Well, she's on the hundred too? Yes, yes, but I'm gonna I'm gonna spare talking about it because otherwise we could we could go down a whole nother rabbit hole. Um but, uh, I think we've done enough rabbit hole jumping tonight. <laughs> yeah, but no, I definitely definitely don't trust Shauna. I do trust Rachel and uh yeah, I, I feel like Rachel, that's how Ravi's going to survive at the beginning of next week's episode. Rachel's going to jump in gun. to either pull <laughs> that, per, perhaps that, or like she's going to jump at Harley or something. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like that's somehow how it's going to, and then like, they're both going to be screwed. And then when they have the guns turned on both of them, that's when Liv and, uh, Liv and Blaine come in. But I don't know. I mean. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but just to, like, before we finish up, just a couple, like, uh, I, I just really loved the couple exchanges between Peyton and Liv, um, which was the one when uh, Peyton's asking her about Justin, and, you know, she's saying about how she's usually really critical about guys, and she's like, you once broke up with a guy because his O face made you laugh, and Liv just goes, ugh, if you had seen it. Um, which, which I thought was great. And then, um, you know, this line was in the promo even before the episode, but like when Liv, like, you know, was kind of like apologizing to like Peyton or being like, oh, I'm so sorry, this is weird. And then Peyton just goes, oh, watching my zombie roommate talk to a ghost? That's just what I call a Tuesday. Like, those were, those were really fun, uh, kind of fun lines that went along with, along with the dominatrix scene, made it really, like, a really fun episode for Peyton and Liv. The meta humor. I just love the show's meta humor. I so shit Pev. (laughs) What, you guys don't call it that? Uh, we don't, we haven't established a ship name for that. I don't think I mean, we've established ship names, period, me, for the most part. I mean, and I, I mean, and I'm saying I'm shipping them as friends, but, like, if they, I mean, if they want to go gay for each other, I have no issues with that, but I, I, like, I love their friendship, and it's, I, I feel that's the one thing we don't get enough on, on on the show. So, like, seeing that, I was like, you know what? I, I can I can think that. I'm game, I'm game for more of that. Um, just because, also because Alan Machaca is just the best. But so is most of were. Go on. This show is just the best. Yeah. It is. It is. Which is why again I needed a crossover with uh, Flash and Supergirl just because I want that one crossover just once, and then I'm like, okay, we don't never have, we never have to do it again. But just please, I just want Liv, Kara, and Barry all under the same roof, and just like, like you know, somehow Kara would find it fascinating. Like you know, so like your lifestyle. Like can you talk more about it? He's like, 
yeah, I eat brains and I see people's memories. And he's like, uh-huh. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> still, still not the weirdest thing that people on uh, Arrow, Flash, or Supergirl, or uh, Legends have encountered. Zombies still would not be the weirdest thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying. I'd love to see those characters interact. But I'm, I'm also, like, perfectly happy that uh, iZombie's its own thing. Because, like, to try to... I like that it can kind of just do whatever it wants and it doesn't have to worry about any other show. Yeah, and also because now that they established DC Comics is like it's a company in this universe. And I mean, I will say that when when Clive said that Flash was his favorite, I was like, "We thought about I, you." I, I like this guy. Like, I think this guy he's cool. Even though his reason was just kind of like, "Oh, he's fat, has a cool name." I'm like, okay, you know what? That's fine. It's a simple reason, but it's fine. Yeah. Um. Oh, la- last thing I want to say, and then I'm good. The last thing about Blaine is. Uh, Blaine's voicemail is absolutely perfect, and and so utterly Blaine. Whereas basically my brother's voicemail is the same thing. So I got I got a little ticked off. I'm like, really? You pulled that stunt on, I think I started, on your boy? I think I started laughing out loud just because I remember when I had one of those, and uh, and like yep. you said, Chris, just so typically him. And I still remember like when I was, I mean not. Granted, I was a kid, or at least, you know, like, a youthful teenager, not a grown man. But, um, but yeah, I just remember how one time my dad was, like, trying to get in touch with me, and I dropped my phone at a party, and apparently it was the first time he, uh, he had called me with that, and my brother just, <laughs> my brother just, like, rolling, laughing, and telling me about how he was just, like, yelling into the phone, because <laughs> he thought it was me just screwing with him. So I similarly appreciated that so much. It was so good. Such a good, such a good small moment, especially like with Ravi already being frustrated that he doesn't remember Liv's number. And then accidentally says Jenny's number because he just said eight, six, seven, five. And I'm like, just, 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 just finish. Finish. Yeah. No. Exactly. No. Yeah. Ah, man. References were on point this entire episode. It was. <laughs> Anybody it was got a really pottery good. wheel? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. And the teenage mutant ninja turtle reference dropped by Liv in in the interrogation room. Oh man. I really wanted to tweet, wait, mutants? We're allowed to say that on this show? We're allowed to say mutants? <laughs> it's okay in this universe. Yeah. We, we sure? We sure? Okay. Yeah, no, no, Fox has no control. Of, can, can, cannot do a squad about it. Oh, I know. I, that, that was the joke. <laughs> Just like uh, when they can't do squad whenever the error shows references like Gotham City or like hints at like you know like oh there's a detective in Gotham or whatever, like they can't really do anything unless they actually like legit uses the Batman characters. Oh man, uh, this is this was just a fun episode. Very dense, very fun. I mean, we could spend literally the next couple hours just dissecting it scene by scene if we wanted to. But ain't nobody got time for that.
was gonna say I don't think I don't think our listeners have time for that. <laughs> no, and I I'm one to record ridiculously long podcasts, so I understand that. Yeah. Um, so I think that's gonna wrap it up for did you our guys, discussion of the episode. Did you guys quickly want to just like quick quick thoughts on the promo for next week? Quick little spoiler section. Spoiler yeah. alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler yeah. alert! Okay, now I got that out of the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, next week looks insane, like absolutely freaking bonkers. Um, which and I thought this week was bonkers, but this is like to the tenth power. <laughs> uh, well, next week kind of even just the trailer for it with them going after the guys, and just like the gunfire and the insanity of it all, kind of gave me flashbacks to the season two finale. Um. With with them going into Fillmore or going into Max Rager, so I'm really excited. Uh, I think we're gonna get the team up with Fillmore Graves in next week's episode because I'm pretty sure there's a that's where that photo of Blaine and um, uh, Chase Graves is from is from next week's episode. So yeah, I'm really pumped and I can't wait to see how the hell they get Donnie and Ravi out of there. And, uh, Team although, up. Yeah, I think somehow though Donnie might might bite it, but we'll we'll see. Somebody yeah, please give him a brain. No, I it's almost want to let him please let, let him sing again because I've never laughed at someone ugly screaming like that since I was like maybe twelve when one of my friends like <laughs> just decided to troll everyone in my class by singing as ugly as he could to our teacher, and I I just fell on the floor laughing for 25 minutes and the national anthem of all things yeah oh, god that's me when i'm drunk and i haven't been drunk for a few years so like yeah which there we you have go. to you... rectify that we need to <laughs> rectify that good, good luck <laughs> you almost got to that point for oh, a very I... dark reason but we don't <laughs> talk about that all right yeah no, it's fine if we're talking about say, a show gonna... about zombies, we can talk about dark things. Um, spoiler. Hipster Santas. Oh, yeah, hipster. Oh, man. Bl- Shark Blaze, did... <laughs> uh, Blaze, did you think, like, were you agreeing with me about Donnie? Like, yeah, I, th- think... I think it could. I mean, clearly things just aren't slowing down at this point, and, uh, and I think, yes, it feels a, very similar to, uh, to the whole, like, Max Rager party and uh i'm very curious to see where it goes but it would not surprise me if the only way they get out of this is uh a man down and uh i think it would really raise the stakes heading into the final couple episodes and uh and just uh but it wouldn't be the end of the world i guess for sure but yeah, I mean, I feel like just there's gotta there's gonna be some consequences at this point. Um, like you said earlier, clearly, you know, hundred thousand views. This isn't uh, this isn't really just some some people messing around on a forum anymore. This is now escalating to the next level, which I think is why Chase Graves is going to be yes. brought in too. Yep. Which I'm very excited to see how he's gonna react to the whole thing because like. I could even see them getting into, like, a bad scenario where it's just, like, not working out, and then Fillmore Gray's mercenaries just come in and blow everyone away. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 
yeah, it's uh, it's going to be exciting for sure. Oh, definitely, definitely getting way crazier than it was last year, for sure. Like, at this point in the season. So yeah, the, I'm, I'm the excited. Fact that, the fact <laughs> that we still have three episodes left is pretty mm-hmm. crazy. And they're really ramping it up each week. And it is just getting to ridiculous levels of ridiculous. Definitely. Um, anything else that needs to be said? Andy, thoughts? Um, Shark taking gorilla flashing. With a hipster stand up behind them. Couldn't have said it better myself. Uh, <laughs> that's so why I'm I here. Think, I <laughs> think that's going to do it then for the episode. Any last lingering thoughts? Just, uh, just that it was a good episode. Excited for next week. And, uh, yeah. I think, uh, and that this was a lot of fun. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of, I oh, think, God. I needed, I, I needed I just, this. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's been a long night. I needed some good laughter. So it's been, uh, it's been good. Yeah. We definitely needed some good laughs. Um, okay. So I guess we're going to go into our, our favorite shameless plugging section. So why don't we let our guests start us off? Andy, well, take it away. Well, well, thank you. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on. It was a lot of fun. I hope I didn't make it too on PG. Like I've been told that I have a very dirty mind sometimes, um, even when I'm not trying to. So I apologize if I've scared the listeners off. Uh, I won't be here every week. That's it's fine. Like don't, uh, like the crazy the crazy old man won't won't be here every week. Uh, but people can find me on my all my Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram public pages at Andy Babacht. Uh, Babacht is spelled B H B A K H T. Uh, I'm a senior writer of Hollywood. I run the Marvel Port, uh, which all these free fine gentlemen are working at, and I also host the Flash Podcast, which you can find at theflashpodcast.com with links to all the social media pages, iTunes, and Stitcher, and all those things. I'm also going to be hosting a second podcast on the DCTV Podcast Network, which it still sounds so weird. I'm hosting two podcasts, but I'm going to be hosting the Titans Podcast with uh, Kat, Amy G, and uh, Corey, as we're going to cover the new live-action Teen Titans TV show, Titans, on yet-to-be-untitled digital DC digital streaming service. Uh, just give us a name, and um, yeah, I think I think that's it. Um, and I mean, I, don't, I I would just like to remind everyone that uh, you know, in next yeah, it's next Saturday we're gonna be doing a big charity fundraiser with the uh, World Wildlife Fund, with uh, seven of our shows at least. Uh, there might be some surprises, but. Um, so yeah, like you know, I, I, all the information should be up on iZombie Radio and all other DCTV sites. So uh, please join us at Saturday, June seventeenth, for you know, for good cause and also some great superior DCTV podcasting. I promise you, I, if you if you like me being dirty here, trust me, I'm only that's not even half of the material that I have in store. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna bring some of this material there for sure and spread <laughs> Look, it to the others. I'm, Here's the thing. I'm gonna drop Shark Dick at Britney. Like, you know, when I when when I bring up like her like her like protest against sharks wearing pants, I'll be like, you know, they can't show, show Shark Dick on TV. 
This is CW. This is not FX. <laughs> Even FX can't show that. So really? Oh, I, don't I guess think so. You would have right. to go premium cable for that. Yeah, that's some uh, that's some HBO type stuff. <laughs> yeah, HBO, HBO stars stuff. and stuff like that. Okay. And uh, Blaze, where can we find you? You can find me at Blaze Hopkins on Twitter. Um, let's see, I got uh, comic reviews coming out for the Marvel Report. Um, hoping to pick up some shows, or at least one show to, for to hold me over for uh, throughout the summer for a TV Overmind. Um, yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Things are a little quiet. This is my main focus right now, and. Uh, yeah, just gearing up for uh, San Diego Comic-Con at this point. And Chris? Yeah, as always, guys, you can find me um, at CKinger13 on Twitter. Uh, so I'll be posting my iZombie reviews for the final three episodes. So if you've been following along with any of them and want to hear more in-depth thoughts from me, you can check those out. Uh, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, I'm just doing this gig and like Blaze said, kind of just counting down the days till, uh, till San Diego. But, uh, but thanks as always for listening guys. Yeah. And as always, I'm at Snarky Sean on multiple different platforms across the internet, mostly Twitter. That's where I randomly tweet what's going on in my brain. Uh, sometimes it's hot garbage and sometimes it is the most hilarious thing people have ever heard. Like hipster Santa Ravi, you know, (laughs) that might be a thing that I ask someone to make an edit of and send to Rahul and see what happens. Um, who knows? Um, I also, as Andy mentioned, I sometimes write for the Marvel report Right now, it's mostly me just staring at other people's articles going, hmm, you missed a comma. Oh, my God, don't be a dick. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't do that. I, I fix the comma <laughs> issue anyways. Yeah. I don't say anything about it. That's, it's the grammar joke. Um, but occasionally, from time to time, when I actually figure out time to sit down and write something, I will write up animation, toys, and sometimes video games, mostly of the handheld variety on the phone. I've got a new Avengers Academy event that I am going to talk about that I'm not really too excited to talk about, I guess. I don't know. But then I also have... I'm not sure if I'm able to announce one other project yet. I mean... Russ did tease it on his Twitter account not too long ago, but I'm doing a thing with Russ Berlingame and Jenna Anderson of comicbook.com. It's a fun little thing we just decided to do willy-nilly. And uh, then I have my Geekishly Toku podcast. It's still in hiatus because technology sucks and audio editing Audio editing software is hard to come by, so listen to those episodes that are already on the feed. Take some time to help out my friend John figure out how to get his life in order so he can get 
an editing software, please, for the love of God. <laughs> I need to talk about other superheroes, and I have no other outlets to do so. Uh, <laughs> and as always, you can find this podcast on Twitter at iZombie Radio, on Facebook. Just search up iZombie Radio. We're there somewhere. Uh, and we are, we've got iZombieRadio.com, where we post these episodes and some other stuff from time to time. And you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, I think we're on iHeartRadio. I know we're on TuneIn Radio. I know we're on Google Podcasts. Uh, I don't know everywhere else we're at at the moment, off the top of my head, because there was one point in time where we decided to throw ourselves wherever we could be found. Um, I think my next venture is Zoom Podcasts. Um, <laughs> if that's still a <laughs> I, did, I was like, Zoom, that sounds like so 2008. Uh, it's before 2008, so 2007 or something like that. Um, Alright, thanks for making us feel, all feel old, Sean. <laughs> I didn't own a Zoom. And we are also <laughs> part of the Greater DCTV Podcast Network. We've got your shows for Supergirl, for Flash, for Arrow, Gotham, Legends of Tomorrow the DC movies, the DC classic shows. Now we've got Black Lightning, we've got Titans, we've got Krypton. Do we have anything else in the pipeline, Andy? Am I missing something? Uh, Did I get I everything? I, don't, I'm, I think so. I don't know what I'm... I don't think I'm working on anything right now. Are you sure? Dude, I haven't slept for, like, weeks. I, I, don't, I don't really know. Maybe I am. I don't, I don't remember that case. I would have to look at my documents. Okay. Well, you can find all of that and more at dctvpodcast.com, including the link for our donation page for our charity event we're doing next week, which I am so down. I do work in the morning, but I am around the rest of the day, so count me in. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. I just checked my schedule right now because I just got it like two days ago. So Well, I, then I guess party I, have a, on. I have a schedule to update then. <laughs> Party on, dude. And once again, we'd like to thank you guys. Please be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, rate and review us on iTunes. For the love of God, rate and review us on iTunes. We want to know how we're doing and what we can do to improve to make your listening experience that much better. So please, rate and review. We prefer the five-star, but... We'll take what we can get. All right? And from all of us, have a fantastic day, afternoon, evening, morning, whatever time you're listening to this. And uh, see ya. <laughs>